Psalm 89 and verse 26, He shall cry unto me, Thou art my Father, my God, and the rock of my salvation. This is Preacher Chris Christian, pastor of the Lewis Lane Central Baptist Church in Church Hill, Tennessee, and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of the Rock of My Salvation program. As always, it's our great uh, joy and pleasure to come your way. Uh, However you're receiving uh, this podcast, whether it be uh, through sermonaudio.com, whether it be through YouTube or Facebook, or whatever the case might be, it's uh, always a, 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 a joy and a pleasure to come and to bring a message or a lesson uh, from the Word of God. And so we thank the Lord for the privilege and opportunity that we have. You know, we've been uh, uh, for uh, several uh, programs now. I think this may be uh, the fourth one, fourth message in first in the our first John series, and uh, so we're going to continue in that. We're going to be looking, and as I said in the last uh, uh, podcast, there's going to be a little bit of overlap in places in First John as we uh, uh, go through it. But uh, we're going to be looking again in in First uh, uh, John chapter two and uh, verse seven and verse number eight in this particular program. And uh, so we trust that it'll be a blessing to you. And so we read in 1 John chapter 2 and verses 7 and 8, Brethren, I write no new commandment unto you, but an old commandment which ye had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which ye have heard from the beginning. Again, a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is past, and the true light now shineth. And now one of the things that we can notice right off the bat, if you uh, pay close attention to what he said, verse number seven, uh, John tells us, in in verse number seven of of 1 John chapter two, John tells us, brethren, I write no new commandment unto you, but an old commandment, which you had from the beginning. And then in verse number eight, he tells us again, a new commandment I write unto you. And uh, that could be considered a contradiction in terms that John is contradicting himself there. But, beloved, uh, in reality, he's not because uh, he's telling, telling them, he said, you know, I'm, 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 I'm giving you a new commandment, but really it's not anything new, but it's the same thing that you've had from the beginning. And so uh, uh, we want to we wanna look at just a couple of things by way of introduction before, a few things before we uh, get uh, further into the passage. But uh, we compare uh, these two and we can see, uh, beloved, that he said again, I write no new commandment unto you, but an old commandment. And the old commandment is the word which you heard from, which you have heard from the beginning. And then in verse number eight, again, a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is past and the true light now shineth. And beloved, we can uh, uh, infer from that and, and and see from that that the law of God is still in effect and and it's not changed. And and uh, I want to say, beloved friend, that the that the law of God existed before the law of Moses. There's always been the law of God. And and and, and whether uh, a, a Jew or Gentile, whatever the case might be, both in, in, in truth had the law of God. 
Now, uh, uh, the basis of that law uh, in the Ten Commandments, God wrote down uh, for the Hebrew people uh, uh, by his finger on the mount, on the holy mount, uh, in in the tables of stone. Uh, the, I'm talking about the Ten Commandments, but, the, but that law of God existed before uh, the law of Moses was ever written down. And we can, we can uh, find that and we can understand that in a couple of different places that I want to turn in the book of Romans and look at to show you what I'm talking about. But in Romans chapter 2 and uh, verses uh, 9 through 16, Romans chapter 2, verses 9 through 16, he said, Tribulation and anguish upon every soul of man that doeth evil of the Jew first and also to, of the Gentile. But glory, honor, and peace to every man that worketh good to the Jew first, and also to the Gentile. For there is no respect of persons with God. For as many as have sinned without law shall also perish without law. And as many as have sinned in the law shall be judged by the law. For not the hearers of the law are just before God, but the doers of the law shall be justified. For when the Gentiles, uh, which have not the law, do by nature the things contained in the law, these having not the law, or a law unto themselves, which show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness, and their thoughts the meanwhile accusing, or else excusing one another, in the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to my gospel. And as I said, the law of God existed uh, long before it existed from the beginning. It, uh, the law of God existed uh, long before uh, that the law of Moses was pinned down. And he tells us here in verse number 14, he said, When the Gentiles, which have not, not the law, do by nature the things contained in the law, these having not the law are, law are a law unto themselves, which show the work of the law written in, in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness, and their thoughts the meanwhile accusing or else excusing one another. You see, uh, the law of God uh, God wrote upon the, the minds and, and, and mind and in the heart of men. He wrote his law upon their conscience. And, and whether there's, uh, they're Jew or whether they're Gentile, they have that law of God written upon their minds and upon their consciences, uh, my beloved. And uh, every kind of society that, uh, I mean, the, the, the things that are contained in the Ten Commandments are really the basic uh, uh, par uh, things of the law of God. And uh, the, uh, all or most of those things that are, uh, most of those things that are contained in the Ten Commandments, my beloved, God has written uh, in the consciousness and in the heart and in the minds of every person that, that's ever been born. And uh, uh, all societies, no matter how tribal or how backward, those societies might be have that basic law and follow that basic law uh, in 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 uh, pretty much every society that's ever existed. As I said, no matter how tribal, no matter how primitive, no matter how backward, uh, there are certain things that are that are, that are wrong in every society. Uh, murder is wrong uh, in 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 pretty much every society at least among their own group. They may not might not have extended that or might not extend that to strangers without the group that they might consider enemies, but at least within their group, murder is wrong. 
adultery in in their group is at least is wrong. Uh, theft is wrong, and uh, uh, lying is wrong, and and so these basic things are considered wrong in in pretty much every society that's ever existed upon the face of the earth because the law of God is written in the hearts and in the minds and upon the conscience of every human being. So they know they all have that sense of right and wrong. Now, every group may not agree on absolutely everything, but there are certain basic things that they consider to be right and certain basic things that they consider to be wrong. And we can turn uh, over again in, in, in Romans chapter 1, and verses 18 through 20, Romans chapter 1, and verses 18 through 20, and he said, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. And may I say, my beloved friend, that, that uh, men naturally have a knowledge of God. Now, it may be corrupted as it is, uh, uh, my beloved, in, 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 in uh, societies that are, are pagan and that worship pagan gods, but they have that knowledge of God. There is the knowledge of God within every individual. And, of course, there's those that deny it today, and they uh, 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 they don't, don't want to recognize that there's a God, want to deny that they believe that there's a God. But my beloved friend, God, uh, uh, the invisible things were told in verse number thing, uh, verse number 20, uh, uh, that for the invisible things of him uh, from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power in Godhead, so that they are without excuse. And so, uh, beloved, we can see uh, that, that that the law of God existed before Moses, and it exists now. It exists in the hearts and in the minds of people, uh, beloved. And, and now, uh, and the law of God is uh, still in existence today, and still in effect today. And of course, uh, you know, we don't have to, we as uh, children of God, we who are saved by the grace of God, the Gentile bride of Christ, we do not, uh, my beloved, have to keep uh, the ceremonial law of Moses. We do not have to keep, uh, uh, beloved, the uh, 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 sanctions against uh, eating certain foods and things of that nature, the dietary restrictions. And I thank God for that. Because I can tell you right now, beloved, I love I love bacon and I love sausage, I love pork chops, I love tenderloin, and uh, uh, I, uh, you know I, I I I love I like catfish and and I, I love shrimp and 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 I like stuffed crab, and uh, so there's a lot of things that the law restricted a Jew from eating and and but you know we're we have the, we're under the law of Christ, not under the law of Moses, and the law of Christ is a law of liberty. And there is no dietary restriction or anything like that on us and no compunction for us to keep uh, the ceremonial law of Moses or anything like that. But, beloved friend, we still keep the law of Christ. And and uh, 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 the Bible tells us, uh, beloved, he said, uh, as I said, Christ, uh, uh, Romans 10 and 4, he said, uh, well, uh, 
backing up just a little bit, uh, uh, the Bible uh, tells us in Galatians 3 and 25 that the law was our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. And whether it's the law of Moses or it's the natural uh, law of God that, uh, that men have received in their hearts and in their conscience, the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ. And there is no measure of sin, my beloved, apart or of righteousness apart uh, from the law. It's the standard of God, my beloved. And, and by it, we recognize uh, what, what is approved of God and what is not, what's required of God and what is not. And the standard of holiness that God has uh, for, for all men that, that, no, that no man can meet, my beloved friend. But he said the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ. And, and, and Paul said, I had not known sin, except the law had said, thou sh I, uh, I had not known sin, uh, uh, had not known lust, rather, except the law had said, thou shalt not covet. And so the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ. The law causes us to realize when we have knowledge of that law, uh, whether it's the law written in our heart or in our, in our conscience, or, or we have knowledge of the law of Moses, the righteous standard of God, uh, beloved, it causes us to realize and to know uh, uh, what's expected of God and, and, and God's standard of holiness and of righteousness. And we have, and we, uh, have knowledge that we have fa failed and come short of that law of God. And so it's our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ. But Romans 10 and 4 tells us that Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. Beloved, we're not, we have no uh, uh, compunction and we have no command to keep the law of Moses and not, uh, uh, not the dietary restrictions, not the ceremonial laws. We don't have to get, uh, to give, uh, make sacrifices as they did under the Old Testament economy because Christ himself, as uh, uh, Christ sacrificed himself, gave himself as the ultimate sacrifice unto the Father. And Christ shed his blood for us on the cross of Calvary and he paid our sin debt. For, uh, he paid our sin debt forever. He made himself an offering for sin once for all. And what a blessing that is. And I thank God for that. Beloved friend, uh, the, but the law is uh, still, uh, there is a law of God that's still in effect. But you and I that are saved by the grace of God, we don't follow the law of Moses, but rather we, we follow the law of Christ. And it's the law uh, it's a law of love, my beloved friend. And Galatians 6 and 2 tells us, he said, marry you one another's burdens and, and so fulfill the law of Christ. And then again in Galatians 5 and 14, he said, for all the law is fulfilled in one word, even this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Uh, the, the law of Christ is a law of love. And uh, beloved friend, did you realize that that basic law that's given in the Ten Commandments, that that law, if you, if you will read and you will study your New Testament, my beloved friend, you'll see that that basic law that was given in the Ten Commandments with the exception of the command to, to keep the Sabbath has been reiterated in the New Testament, my beloved friend. And so uh, we still have that as, as the law of Christ, those those things that were uh, 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 made mention of there and commanded there in, in, in the Ten Commandments 
are reiterated in the law of Christ. And 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 as far as the uh, the command to keep to honor the Sabbath and to keep the Sabbath, beloved friend, it's changed for us. And we have Hebrews ten twenty five. He said, forsaking not the assembling of yourselves as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. We have no direct command to do it. But it's obvious from the word of God, if you'll, if you'll read and you'll study closely, you'll see, my beloved friend, that our standard day of worship is not Saturday, my beloved friend, as, as the Jew practices, but rather it's Sunday, the first day of the week, the day that our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, rose from the dead, my beloved friend. And uh, so, uh, 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 and uh, Paul uh, told them there in one place, and I can't remember exactly where it's at right now, and uh, but he told them, he said, when, you, when, when they brought their offerings, he said, when you're gathered together uh, the first day of the week, uh, he said, then bring your offering. Beloved friend, uh, and give as God has has blessed you. And so we can see by that that, that, that it was their standard practice to gather the first day of the week on Sunday uh, to worship the Lord. But the law of God has not been done away in Christ. Now, we don't have to keep the, the law of Moses. That law is done away in Christ. And uh, again, Romans 10 and 4, Christ is the end of, law, of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. Beloved friend, he, he, he gave us, we notice in verse number 8 again, verses 7 and 8 of uh, First uh, John, First uh, John 7 and 8, again, he said, Brethren, I write no new commandment unto you, but an old commandment which you had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you have heard from the beginning. And then in verse number eight again, a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is past and the true light now shineth. There's no contradiction there, my beloved friend, because the law of God has been reiterated in 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 the law of Christ, which is a law, my beloved, of, of, of love. And it's a it's a new manifestation of the old. That is the law of Moses is done away. But the law of God is reiterated in the law of Christ. And we're told in Hebrews chapter 10 and verse number eight, he taketh away the first, that is the sacrificial and ceremonial law that he may establish the second. And Hebrews 10 and 16 says, this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts and in their minds will I write them. Then again in Galatians 6 and 2, he said, bear you one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. And then James 2 and 8, he said, if you fulfill the royal law, that's the law of the king, the Lord Jesus Christ, he's king of kings and Lord of lords. He said, if you fulfill the royal law, according to the scripture, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, you do well. What a blessing that is. Then we can see again in, in, in verse number eight, he said again, a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true in him and in you because the darkness is past and the true light now shines, beloved, shineth. Now, beloved friend, we can see again by verse number eight, if we're saved that the darkness is past 
and the true light now shines. We're not in darkness, my beloved. And I believe it was in Second uh, Thessalonians that Paul uh, told the church concerning uh, the coming of the Antichrist and coming to the end of the world uh, as we know it, my beloved friend, the end of the age. He uh, uh, told them there, he said, now ye are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief. And, and he tells us, my beloved, Amen. In Isaiah 42 and 16, he said, I will make darkness light before them and crooked things straight. These things will I do unto them and not forsake them. And then David declared in Psalms 18 and 28 of the Lord, thou wilt light my candle. The Lord will enlighten my darkness. Thank God I'm glad. Beloved friend, the darkness is past and the true light now shines. You and I that are saved, by the grace of God, we're not in darkness, my beloved friend, but we're children of the light. He said, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanseth us with all sin, from all sin. What a blessing that is, beloved friend. I'm, I'm so glad that the darkness is past and the true light now shines. Thank God, what a blessing that is. Then we can see again in, in, that he said uh, in verse number eight, he said again, a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is past and the true light now shineth. Beloved friend, you and I, before we were saved and when we were lost, we were in darkness, but now we're children of the light. But beloved friend, we can see by that that the, that the lost are in darkness. And, and a lot of times, we look at, at, at the things that lost people do, and we uh, maybe sometimes or, or we forget about where we were before that God saved us by his marvelous grace, and, and we're shocked by some of the things that, the, that lost people do. But my beloved friend, they do what they do because that they're in darkness and the bible tells us he said the god of this world hath, uh, uh, god of this world hath blinded their minds lest the light of the glorious gospel of christ should shine unto them and beloved friend they that they they do the things that they do and they live the lives that they that they live and they walk the walk that they walk and they talk the talk that they talk because that they don't have the light they're in darkness. We need to pray for them, my beloved friend, that the Lord Jesus Christ shall enlighten their darkness and share the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ unto them and, and pray for them, beloved friend, that God will turn the light on in their heart and in their mind and that they can see their lost condition and they can come to know the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So the lost, my beloved friend, are in darkness. Psalms 82 and 5 says to the wicked, they know not, neither will they understand they walk in darkness. They don't know and they don't understand, my beloved friend, because they walk in darkness. Then uh, Matthew 6 and 23, Jesus said, If thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness. And then my beloved friend, Again, we can see here in verse number eight, he said again, a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is past and the true light now shineth. Beloved friend, beloved friend, we can see that the light is in him. Again, a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true, notice this, in him and in you, because the darkness is past 
and the true light now shineth. Beloved friend, we can see that the light is in Jesus. And the Bible tells us, Jesus said in John 8 and 12, he said, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. What a blessing that is. Beloved friend, Jesus Christ is light. And the world needs him, my beloved. And the Bible tells us again, John chapter 1, beginning in, in verse number 4 and going through down about verse number 9. It's talking about Jesus and said in him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shineth in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of the light. That was the true light that lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came into his own, and his own received him not. Beloved friend, thank God I didn't stop at verse number nine. I couldn't help it. Amen. But to as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, to them that believe on his name. What a blessing that is. Beloved friend, Jesus Christ is the light of the world. He said, I am the light of the world, beloved friend, and, and, and how we need to share him, how we need to share the light of the world with the lost and, and dying that are out there in darkness, my beloved friend. And that's why that he told us, he said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. Beloved friend, that's what that he's given us to do. And that's the reason that he's left you and I, my beloved friend, in, in this world after that he saved us. If, if all that he wanted to do was just to save our soul, beloved, that the moment that he had saved us, he had took us home to glory to be with him. But he left us in this world that we might be a light in the darkness round about us, my beloved friend. For, for those that are groping, those that are in, that are blinded, those that are groping in the darkness of sin and the darkness of this world, my beloved friend, he wants us to let our light shine. Beloved friend, the Bible tells us, he, as he gave the great commission in Matthew chapter 28, he said, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, and teaching them to do all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always. Thank God. What a blessing that is. And uh, when he, I believe it's recorded in the book of Acts, as he, as they accompanied him, and he talked with them out to the Mount of Olives, and he told them, he said, ye shall be endued with power from on hands. He said, after that the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, thou shalt be witnesses of me, first in Jerusalem then in Judea, then in Samaria, then unto the uttermost part of the world. Beloved friend, God wants me and he wants you to be that light of the world. He wants us to let our light shine. He didn't say make it shine. He didn't say cause it shine to shine. He said, let it shine. And we have the light of Christ within us. And beloved friend, we need to pray for our lost people and our lost neighbors and our lost work fellows. Beloved friend, that the light of the glorious gospel of Christ would shine unto them and enlighten their darkness, uh, beloved. But he said again, 
He said, Brethren, I write no new commandment unto you, but an old commandment which ye had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which ye have heard from the beginning. Again, a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is past and the true light now shineth. Now, beloved friend, as I've said, you and I have no compunction and we have no command and there's no requirement of God that we keep the law of Moses. Jesus, my beloved, the law, as I said, the law is done away in Christ. That law of Moses is done away in Christ. But beloved friend, we do have a law that we must keep, and it's the law of Christ. And as I said, it's it's the law of love. And, and there are those, my beloved, that might want to deny that there's such a thing as the law of Christ. But I, I've read you a couple of different passages, Galatians 6 and 2, bear you one another's burdens, and, and so fulfill the law of Christ. And then again, my beloved friend, amen, uh, I, I gave it to you actually two different times. Galatians 6 and 2 again, bear you one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. So there is such a thing as the law of Christ. And as I said, James called it the royal law. And beloved friend, since Jesus Christ is a king of kings and Lord of lords, what James was talking about when that when he talked about that royal law, he was talking about the law of Christ. And it's a, a, a law of love, my beloved friend. And uh, Jesus declared to his disciples, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you have love one to another. Beloved friend, we don't uh, do what we what we do out of fear of retribution as far as keeping the law of Christ. Now, there was many things under the law of Moses that could get you stoned to death, beloved friend, but uh, uh, we don't live under law. We live under grace, beloved. I mean, uh, under the law of Moses, if somebody committed adultery, they they were stoned to death when they, if they were caught. Uh, if somebody committed uh, 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 other things, I I mean, they, if they if they uh, uh, took the name of the Lord in vain, my beloved, they were stoned to death. If 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 somebody heard them and and they were caught doing it, and and, and if if they practiced other things, uh, there were things that could get that could get you killed. If you picked up sticks on the Sabbath day, beloved friend, you could be put to death for doing so. But I want to tell you, beloved friend, we don't live under the law of Moses. We live under the law of Christ. And the law of Christ is a law of love, beloved friend. And we're required to love one another. And not only to love one another, but we've got to love that world out there. I'm not talking about the world system, my beloved. And I'm not talking about the wickedness and the sins of this world and all like that. But I'm talking about the people that are living the lost souls that are living in this world, we have a requirement to love them and to do our best, my beloved, to share Christ with them that their that their darkness might be enlightened. Well, I, I hope maybe that I've said a little bit of something that was a blessing to somebody. And uh, as I asked you before, and I'll ask you again, if, you, if you're watching uh, via YouTube, I ask that you like and share and subscribe. And if uh, if you're watching by way of Facebook or, or uh, by way of SermonAudio.com, yeah, uh, or whatever the case you, it is, 
if you're able to make a comment, make a comment to me. If the uh, if the if the uh, message is a blessing to you, and uh, or email me whatever the case might be. Yeah, I'd love to hear from you, and uh, we'd ask that you'd share uh, the uh, messages on uh, on other on social media and help me uh, kind of get the uh, get the message out. So uh, till we meet again, God bless you is my prayer.